Hello, I'm Susan Boyle. I'm really pleased that you bought the audio version of my book. I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoyed writing it. The Woman I Was Born to Be by Susan Boyle Read by Elaine C. Smith My name is Susan Boyle. A year and a half ago, if you weren't from Blackburn, the village in Scotland where I've lived all my life, you would almost certainly never have heard of me. Today, you've probably heard all sorts about me, some fact, some pure invention. So this is my story, from my point of view, and I hope you enjoy it. Every story has a beginning, and mine started in my pram 49 years ago. For you, my story probably started on the 11th of April 2009, when I first appeared on television on the Glasgow edition for Britain's Got Talent. I've been on quite a journey since then, and it was actually quite a journey getting to the edition itself. I'd had one of those sleepless nights that seems endless. It was still dark outside, and the bathroom was so chilly, my breath steamed up the mirror as I stood there, trying to make myself beautiful. My hair looked like a straw hat. At least I had a nice frock, even if it was a wee bit dressy for six in the morning. (laughs) Gold lace that I'd bought for my nephew's wedding the previous year. It cost a tidy penny, but it was a special occasion. At the reception, I'd worn the dress with a white jacket, white shoes and natural coloured tights. But the morning of the edition, I don't know what possessed me, but I decided to pull on black tights. Black tights and a gold dress with white shoes. For God's sake, Susan, do not match. But I didn't know that then. I put my head round the living room door to say goodbye to my cat, Pebbles, but with the rain sheeting down outside, she was sensibly fast asleep in the hearth. I touched the gold chain round my neck that has my mother's wedding ring on it. Wearing it makes me feel she's close. Here we go then, I said. Slingback, peep-toe, white shoes are not the most suitable footwear on a rainy winter morning. As I hurried along dodging puddles, half of me was wanting to turn back and the other half was desperate not to miss the bus. When I reached the main road, I had to run like mad, not easy with cold, wet feet and three-inch heels. I climbed on the bus, my chest heaving and my hair plastered down under my scarf. Well, I thought to myself, sinking into my seat, my worries are over now. The bus from Blackburn would take me into Glasgow, where I'd to get another bus to the Scottish Exhibition and Conference Centre. The rush hour traffic was building and the bus wasn't making much progress. I could see the conference centre in the distance, but it seemed to be inching further away. It suddenly dawned on me that I was on the wrong bus. Calm down, Susan, I told myself. It was lucky I had a bus pass because I travelled on six buses that morning before I finally arrived. There was a queue outside and a young lad next to me was shivering in a short-sleeved shirt. Then the doors opened and everyone cheered. As we all went in, there was a great banner saying, Welcome to Britain's Got Talent. The concourse was buzzing with energy and noise. There were crowds of people, like a great big circus, dance groups with bright costumes and feathers, singers, kids, magicians, cats, dogs, even rabbits. 
I sat in the corner, minding my own business, but the atmosphere was good. From time to time, they'd call a list of acts to go through to the audition. The air would be thick with nerves and a hush would fall for a wee while as they left. One by one, you'd see them come back, some crying, some snarling with anger, others screaming with joy. I was beginning to get very hungry, and when a dancer standing near me opened up a lunchbox, I must have looked over because she asked, Would you like a sandwich? I said, Thank you very much. It went down a bomb. <laughs> I didn't realise I was being filmed as I sat there munching away. I thought they'd forgotten all about me, actually. I could see Ant and Dick wandering around, which was exciting. I watched them interviewing lots of other people, and when it was finally my turn, I told them that I lived alone, with pebbles, of course. Then, I don't know what possessed me.